Meow meow. Uh, Onyx the Fortuitous here. I don't know. You may know me as Weird Satanist Guy. Notice me, Senpai. Notice me. Or Weird Arby's Guy. So what if I smell like roast beef? This whole place smells like roast beef. Well, I just launched a Kickstarter to make my very own feature film entitled Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. It's a horror comedy in the tradition of 80s classics like Fright Night or Gremlins or Ghostbusters starring me as your lead sexy bad boy. So if you want to help make my horror comedy feature dreams come true, then go to onyxthemovie.com and consider backing the film on Kickstarter today. I don't know. Kickstarter's pretty cool. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Pardon Will Podcast. Uh, thanks again for listening. This is going to be a great week because I have um, a very good guest this week. Um, he's a good friend of mine. He's a, um, a musician, a songwriter. He's recently became a dad. Um, I have a question about that as well. Um, okay. Not whether or not you are or not, but uh, it's evolved with art. But, um, but yeah, I mean, a great, uh, great friend. Um, avid thinker i don't even know if that's a right way to put that um and we've known each other for a really long time so i think this is going to be a really cool conversation um but first off i'm going to point out travis um oh do you want to say hello to everyone listening uh hello to everyone listening did i miss anything on that what else you got in there uh your, i don't know man your repertoire my my what's the, what's on my What's my creator's resume yeah what is that uh no no that's good enough i would say that's, you're an artist funny. as well i don't know last time you did art but you used to it's been forever man forever that's fine i uh i haven't played music in a really long time and i had jeff my previous guest he has a studio and he was like yeah you want to play music and i was like dude i haven't done any but and then this week i was like you know i wouldn't mind um picking it up again and fiddling around but i only want to do one thing um i only want to play one thing and i want him to record it and it's super dumb but i just want it for my own Although I could probably Google and find this, but I want to do um, I want to do a cover of Taylor Swift, but I want to do it like a Johnny Cash style cover um, of Trouble. I just want okay. To, I don't even know if yeah. that's the name of the song, but I want that. But I want it super slow and somber, um, with like guitar picking. Anyway, that was a weird rant right off the bat. Uh, we were gonna do, uh, and I said this. I think you put it out there too on your stories, and I put it out there uh, doing a, a Q and A for people to ask questions and be like, Hey, anything. And, um, I got one question. Did you get anything? I didn't get anything, but to be fair, I'm pretty active on Instagram anyway. And so people normally just ask me what they want directly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, actually <laughs> the, the question I got, I think was just a, uh, an actual question. They, the person wanted answered. And I was like, Nope, you'll find out on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, this will get somebody to listen. Um, that was my that was my secret plan the whole time. But yeah, so uh, we were going to do a Q and A. Um, we still might do it. Uh, it. Might just be me asking you random questions that I have, um, and you could do vice versa, and we can just do it that way. Um, but let's go. Uh, let's start with the first thing I wanted to ask you about. So you have you recently dropped an album for a project you've been working on um, called Day mm -hmm. Graves. Now give me the mm -hmm. rundown of what Day Graves is, 
and what what what's going on with that? Okay, well, Daygraves, without sounding, I guess, too pretentious, is a <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is a post black metal group, but it's just me. Yeah, very nice. And so um, I did that. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember I was on your podcast. Was it like a year ago? About yeah, yeah it was about a year. And ago. And you were like, you were like, what are you going to do next? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'll make a metal record. Well, I actually, did it. Very cool. See, that's and so. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, man, I just, I put this thing together really because I, I was having writer's block with my other project and I just thought, okay, well let's just do something for fun and get it out there. You know what I mean? Get, get all these ideas out and then I'll go back to like worried about worrying about like writing real songs with like real melodies and everything. And so I just put it together real fast. It took me like a month and I put it on, I put it on Bandcamp and didn't expect anybody to listen to it, but apparently some people listened to it. And Very so I've just, just kept, kept been going with it. Best case scenario. Actually, can we, let's stop on that real quick. Cause I want to know your thoughts on this. So you basically, yeah. the last time you were on the podcast, you're like, I don't know, maybe I'll make a metal record. Now I know a ton of people in just my personal life who get ideas. Very few act on those ideas. Um, do you think, do you think that's a special trait of being like, I want to do this. So I just did it. Um, or do you think that's just because it was easy or can no one say convenient, but like, is it something up your alley? So it wasn't like you're, it's not like you had to go out and buy all the equipment and it's not like you had to no, I didn't. That's true. start listening to black metal to, to right. learn it, you know? Yeah. No, I think, I mean, you're right. I had all the resources to do it and it was, and it's free, you know? Yeah. And so there's that. I don't, and it's been like the year of isolation. So I don't have many true. friends, but I also couldn't hang out with the ones that I had. Yeah. You know, and so I was home. So that's true, but I do think that, like, um, I, I've had to learn as an adult, as a person who creates stuff, too, like, how to finish stuff. Because yeah. it just feels, um, it's just, I don't know, man, it's just hard to finish projects. And I know I know a lot of people who, if they didn't have, like, a fear of finishing, then they'd have a ton of stuff out. But nothing's ever good enough for them. You know what I mean? They're perfectionists. Like, they're going to wait till they have better equipment to make it, and then it just never gets done. And... If I honest, if I had known that people were actually going to listen to this record, I would have. <laughs> you would have put a little bit. I would have worked harder on it. If we're being honest, do you know what I mean? <laughs> awesome! No, I love that. I love that. I actually but there are part, yeah. <laughs> there are parts of it where I'm like I, I've listened to it back since, and I've been like, oh, I could have at least like tuned that part. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that also that kind of roughness is like gives it character, and it's fine. It's just, but you just have to be at a, at a spot where you're cool with that at yeah. some point, and so. That's that, you know? Well, I don't know. I would say about, like, I'd say there's, like, a, a if percentage of people that I know personally. I would say 30% of those people, when they get an idea, they just dive face first into it, which is a pretty yeah. high percent. So I'm not saying, like, it's not. Um, but also, it made me think, like, is this, is this something? Because I have my own, like, I've been trying new things lately and stuff I would never have done before. But I'm, I'm starting to learn that point of being, like, um who cares? Let me do it anyway. Like what's stopping me other than my own self. And so that's, that's a big thing that I've been thinking about lately. And so, uh, I didn't, I don't, I always feel like every time I stumble across like a, an epiphany kind of idea, like who really cares if I do this or don't, who's, who's really paying attention. So I can just try it out. Like I'm going to make a Patreon. So I'm just going to do it. Um, yeah, it was one of those things, but I it, personally, it took me a long time to get to that point of being like, is it, is this, you know, is it, do I look stupid doing it or is this, does this seem like I'm a crazy person? And I always assume everyone around me, um, thinks 
normal. And so they have like a normal like, who cares what these people think? I'm going to do it. And the only reason I say that is because people are uh, just very outgoing on the internet. Um, and I'm not. Like, I'm not an outgoing kind of person. So I'm assuming right. everyone has those, like, I'll say what I want. Who cares what people think kind of thing. And so um, I, don't, I don't know if that ties into it. Kind of, it was kind of a weird rant. Uh, <laughs> well, I definitely, I definitely think you have to get to a point where you just accept, like, look, I have limited resources, and this is the best I can do with the, the time that I have and the equipment that I have for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's just going to have to be good enough. And it'll just be a stepping stone to the next thing. Everyone, like, I feel like musicians especially, but I'm sure it's true in, like, in like other spheres of art or whatever. They're, like, act like whatever they're making is their final product all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like this is this is the last thing the world's going to see of me. Or, like, if I make a bad thing, it's how everyone's going to remember me. But, like, first off, like, nobody's really paying that much attention to you. Yeah. And, and that's fine that's like an advantage whenever you're starting out, you know? And so just like, like get your, like flex your creative muscles, learn to use the equipment you have and get better, but you don't get better until you finish stuff. Finishing is what makes you better. And then starting another thing, you know? And that's the lesson that I had to learn with, um, over the last few years is I've put out other projects, you know, all those other projects that I have. And you just learn like, okay, every time I finish something and started a new one, I got better at it. But, I can work on this. I can work on the same terrible song for twenty years, and it'll still be terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That actually reminds me because I had a conversation with a guy who does um, graphic novels, and he was talking about how he knows people, personal people, who put a ton of time into doing like this kids book, and they think it's going to be this. This is going to be the thing. So they spend a ton of time building it and getting it together, and then they, you know, only way to get it published is to buy like you know 5,000 copies of it and then try to sell it and then they end up selling like 100 copies of their book and now there's yeah. you know 4,900 yeah. 4, sitting in their garage of being like we spent all this time waiting on this project and, and finally we came to a finishing mark and then even after completing the project um, for it to end up being in your garage that has got to be a whole nother thing so I don't I don't know I'm not a big I'm not a perfectionist by any means so um, it's really well, easy for me to just to push out crap um, on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> so uh, no good in there. But yeah, my the thing that the way that I look at it, right? The way that I'm looking at it now, now that I've already put this out, right? Is like okay, cool. I've I've put out this this EP, and then I did a split with my with my buddy from Within My Wounds. Okay, and I have and I put a single out. So I've put a few things out consistently. And every time I put something out, I have a small, I have a little bit of a larger group of people who are willing to accept that and to listen to it and to push it out. Right. And then that helps me in the algorithms yeah, yeah. if we're being, and so like, you just have to put stuff out consistently and slowly grow a fan base. And, and so like, yeah. if you only have 200 people listen to you for your first record, then that's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you, if you've got their, their emails or if you're connected to them on social media, that means the next time you put something out, you have immediately 200 people who are going to hopefully listen to it and push it out. So then you can get hopefully 200 more people, yeah. you know, and then being, and so whatever. But you know what this reminds me of is, I don't know if we talked about this. Uh, I feel like we've had this conversation in real life, Probably. but it, it blew my mind when I, when I read it and I wish I could remember all the details, but it was like an article about this art teacher who did the quality versus quantity test. Huh, I don't think have I, I told you about this? I don't think so. No. Okay. 
I read it a long time ago, so the details are fuzzy, but the general gist is that there's there's our teacher and she divided her team her her class into two two sections, right? Into two groups. And one of them was they were the quality group, right? So they had to do they had to do one piece of art the entire the entire six weeks time period. That's all they had to do. Just the best piece of art they could. They had six weeks to do it. And then the other group, their deal was you have to make as many complete pieces of art as possible. Like they have to be, they have to be good, but your goal is to make a lot of good ones. Like, so hurry up, you know what I mean? And so at the end of that, what she did was she took all of them and she ranked them on which ones were best. And the quantity group had better art really? than the, than the, than the quality group. Because like, you, it's like what I was saying earlier, like you can't just like make, you can't just polish, polish a turret. Yeah, and, no, so if you, true, yeah. and so if you start a bad idea, you have a bad idea or whatever, but also like you're not over, you're not like overworking your piece. You're not overthinking it. You're not like getting bogged down in like bad ideas. You're making good, fast decisions and you're getting it done. And then you're like, yeah, they had way more garbage too, right? Oh yeah. That's what I was going to say. Do you know what I'm saying? I think when you throw that many cards into the deck, um, you're bound to have a better opportunity to have a better piece of art because you have them. Yeah. And that's not even including the fact like if I... Um, there's time periods where I go and I don't make a piece of art for months, and then I sit back down. It's almost—it's not starting over again, but it, uh, obviously the idea of being rusty is is a true thing. Um, but if I'm making art like every night, like I'm sitting down working on, I just progressively get better quicker. And so it yeah. doesn't surprise me that uh, you know if you had to make a ton of pieces of art in six weeks, um, by the end of that, your art would be really good because you just double down instead of working on the same one, like you said, polishing a turd. Um, yeah, and then you just throw throw away all your garbage ones, and nobody knows that nobody you. Nobody knows. You know what I mean? Then yeah. just show off the good ones. You know? No, it's a good point. I mean, well, you have to think like old school. I mean, I don't want to say this because a lot of, I guess, it doesn't matter. Um, like records back in the day, you had your your hits, and then you had like one or two other good songs. But then there were like filler songs on the record. You could tell. Like this one, the drummer wrote, and you're like, "Oh God, you know." So. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like that all the Smashing Pumpkin songs where like the other guitar player wrote the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, what I'm talking about <laughs> like what was his name? Uh, James Ea. I don't yeah. Remember? Yeah, he had a song on Melancholy, which is funny because Melancholy is a double disc, and he only got one song out of that whole thing, and it's the worst one. <laughs> and so, <laughs> there's a, there's a few bands I can think of that you can tell like who wrote it, especially sing like Alkaline Trio. There's a there's a few songs on record you can tell like their I think their bassist sings. And he has a very distinct uh -huh. voice, and I'm not saying he's he's not he's a good writer, but he's not as good of a singer. I don't know if they're if I ever interview Alkaline Trio, I want to go back and delete this podcast. But um, you can tell that. And there's a few other ones. Like Google Dolls had the same thing. Like it always had that one, um, those few other songs that you're like, oh, this is not. Yeah. This is definitely, I think someone threw somebody a bone in the band just to keep them around. Um, that's kind of that's how it sounds. But then there's some records that I enjoy, and I think every song is absolutely perfect. Like Third Eye Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah self-titled album still one of my favorite albums of all time because i think every song on that self-titled album is gold like i love it the entire record and yeah so, so i know there's they're out there it's just um it used to be a thing i think like i just felt like they needed 14 15 songs so they're like we got these seven what do we do for the rest of them I'm like oh, 
What's, what's the drawback? Yeah, I'm glad it's not that. I'm glad it's not like that now. Actually, I mean, I mean, I do miss like people. I'm because we are in like a singles culture in like a way at the moment, you know, and so that kind of bums me out too. But um, I don't have time to sit down and listen to a full record most of the time, or I don't. I don't have the attention. No, I have the time. I don't have the attention span for it anymore. Yeah, no, I really point. don't. That's a good point. And there's so much more out there now. Um, and I don't know anybody who listens to the radio. Um, I mean, I'm sure they're out there. It could be someone listening, like, I listen to the radio Dude, all the time. Um, I've actually been listening to the radio for, like, two weeks. Really? What station? Yeah. What station? Well, you're in Austin, so you probably have some weird indie stations and stuff. I kind of. I don't know, man. Um, I'm, like, I'm not into indie music, right? Indie music has made me sad, too. But um, it's just all, like, like sad dude music in a way that I just can't. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just don't get it anymore. You know what I mean? Like I just, I'm just, I'm a dude. I'm in my, I'm in my mid thirties and I liked indie music when it was loud and rowdy, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then, and then Bonavera showed up and I was cool with that. You know what I mean? Oh, I Fleet it. Fox, still Fleet it. Foxes came out. I was cool with that. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Indie. What happened then, to all those, that genre? Well, that's that what I'm saying. Genre. That, all of those dudes started coming out with like, with like ch everything's chill. They started introducing like chill into indie, yeah. and now like everything's too chill for me all the time. I oh, just can't do too it. Much. Yeah. You know, but, but no. Um, for and Sons, where'd they go? I forgot about them. Yeah, they were big for a minute, and now uh, I haven't heard anything from them. Hmm. Um, probably living but, their best life. It's fun. Yeah, they're, they're doing okay, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, but no, I've been listening to... I, okay, well, I haven't been driving my car because my, my car has been in the shop. Yeah. And so I had to bar, I've been borrowing one of my friends' cars, and they have like this car where the technology in it is in this weird space where I couldn't hook my phone into it, okay. but like um, I also couldn't figure out how to work it. <laughs> And so I just listened to the radio, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just ended up listening to Caleb for two weeks, and it was uh, oh, interesting. I think I heard the same four, the same four songs every every time I got in the car. <clears throat> Not to veer off from us talking about you releasing your album, but so I yeah. work I work with a few guys, and every once in a while there's a radio involved, and every once in a while it's on Caleb, and. Um, I just, I try not to be like, I'm that cynical guy, but uh, I have the hardest time listening to K-Love. Um, harder than just normal pop music. Um, and I still, I still can't figure out why. I don't know if it's just because I'm a heathen and I just, I just don't like that stuff. <laughs> I can't figure it out. What do you think that is? Do you feel the same way? You're like, no, no, K-Love's my jam. No, it's hard for me. Like, it's just not for you, man. Like, it's. It yeah, there's a very specific demographic for that. Is you know, that what, there's okay, like okay, so that's what it is because they all kind of sound the same. I mean, regular radio kind of has that feel too. Like I can't tell you if I hear a song, I couldn't tell you who did it because they all kind of sound like the same person. Um, yeah, but Caleb especially, I'm like this. No, Caleb has this whole thing like like the whole CCM world, right? They have this. Uh, they have this. I hate to call it a customer avatar, but that's what it is. It's like a very specific demographic they're going for. Her name is Becky, oh, and she's a I mid. Was, I was going to ask you if you could uh, describe this demographic. This is perfect. This is this is their actual thing. Oh, this um, is it. this is real. You're not yeah. picking on them. No, I'm not making this up. This is like their actual thing. 
Um, her name is Becky. She's uh, she's a mom in her forties, and she like needs music to listen to in her minivan when she's taking her kids to Target and soccer practice. Oh my god, that's my sister, and she's literally named. Her Becky. name is Becky. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta ask her if she listens to K Love. You need to I'm ask sure. her. I'm not sure if she does or not. Um, well, yeah, no, actually, I'm almost guaranteed. They they literally formed. I'm gonna let her know that they made K Love specifically for her, specifically for for wow. your sister. That's true, and that's why that's why all the subject matters are the same. You know, that's why like like even the whole like all the songs are like talking about their vague struggles because like what kind of I don't I've never been a soccer mom right, but like yeah. what kind of struggles do do middle class like soccer moms really have? You know, know, and I'm sure they have them. Oh, well, I I don't understand what they are. It would be totally mean to be like, you don't have any struggles because you're a middle-aged soccer mom. You know, like, I'm sure they have them. I just don't know if it's, to me, it doesn't seem like they touch on them. Like, you could probably make music for that kind of a Becky and make it super in-depth and poignant and inspirational, not in a K-Love sense, like, like good music, uh, I, I was trying to avoid saying that all the music on Caleb's bad, um, but I mean, well, I'm actually saying it's not all bad. I'm saying it's just not for me. Okay. I'm saying That's, it's. I'm, I'm saying go with it's that made. Too. Yeah. I'm saying it's made. Honestly, David, this is embarrassing for me to say, but it's made by people kind of like me for people like your sister, oh, and really? so, yeah. and so when I say like I don't know what real struggles they have, I don't. And so if I wanted to write a song for them oh, that really connected with them, that's it. I can't. That's it. And that's why so, they're always fake. That's why they're always just kind of generic. It's because they don't know. They don't know. That's so funny. That's amazing. You're spot on, dude. They don't know. They're like, well, what do we think? What do we think is going to really land? I don't know. Just something about something about not feeling lost. What about just feeling lost? That's it. That's it. We're done. Let's write a song about feeling lost. You know, something like that. Yeah, they they have no idea what the struggles they're trying to reach are. Um, that's interesting. That's a very interesting take. Yeah. I can't believe they like are, are shining a spotlight. A whole entire radio station is geared towards my sister. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I think it's great, yeah. Yeah, no wonder I don't connect, because that's just not up my alley. Um, yeah, mean, totally. Regular radio is not either. I have a, I mean, I'm the, I'm the guy where everyone's listening to the radio while they work, and I have headphones in, um, because I'm just not. I'm not participating in the world like everyone else is. Um, but yeah, uh, there's some things I'm okay with on the radio that I'm like, all right, this, we had this conversation last time I talked to you, we were talking about Taylor Swift and that, um, some of those songs really hitting hard. Um, so there's some stuff on the radio that I'm, that I can dig, but not a lot, not a lot. Yeah. All right, man. Well, tell me about, let's get back to the actual topics, not Caleb and, Radio, <laughs> tell me what what is post black metal? Can you give me uh, your best summary oh, of what that is? Because I think we've had this um, conversation before, and I'm not just asking you because it's the podcast. I'm again, I'm like, okay, hold on, explain this to me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do this. This is actually, I don't know how to do this, but I'm just gonna start talking, and it'll be close enough. Is how I'm going. Okay, so black metal within itself, right? Is is a genre that started by a bunch of like young dudes, essentially who wanted to make the most evil sounding music possible. Oh, okay. So not and death so, metal. So what's the difference between death metal? No, and death metal? cause that's what I would think of. Um, uh, 
vocals, de- like death metal is like low, like Cookie Monster, oh, kind of gotcha. like yeah. gonna, um, black metal is kind of like more higher up in range, like Shrieky, really? you know, in a way. That's and the, uh, that's kind of what separates them. It's one of it's one of the things. Oh, I was about to say it's such a weird, different. Like that's the, it's such a small thing to me. I would I right. Well, the um, guitars are different. Like there's a lot of like there's less like chugging and like riffage and there's more like tremolo picking. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yep. And it's a lot of that and a lot of just like straight up like blast beats. And so sonically that's kind of, those are kind of like the cornerstones. Hmm. The, the flat, the reason why black metal is so notorious is that a lot of the, the second generation black metal um, bands there, they were the ones who have burned churches down and killed each other. Oh, for real. Yeah, so like in order for them to like get notoriety and to get fame or whatever and to show that they're truly dedicated to the scene, they like went around and burned churches down, or not all of them, but um, did that whole thing. And then one of them, one of the members of one of their bands killed themselves, like shot himself in the head. And then another one found him, oh took a picture, of, took a picture of it, and that's one of their album covers. No, and, you're kidding me. No, this is like a whole thing. And so, <laughs> that's, and they were like, it's insane. It is. It is kind of. It is that's bonkers. Dark, and that's dark. Like I can't see Metallica doing that. Like that's dark. It's it's dark. Yeah. Um, but it but it's all kind of like there's also this like whole culture of like Satan worship in that thing. So all of that is wrapped together. Okay. 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 So that's the the a very fast like 101 on what most people think about with black metal. So obviously that's all bonkers, and people are do not want to perpetuate this insane behavior. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so the philosophies of, of black metal have, have like kind of like dissipated as it's, as it's like spread out. Um, there's still a lot of, there's still a little bit of like Satanism. There's still some, there's a lot of like paganism and like nature worship in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just like it accepts a bunch of that, but sonically people have expanded past those um, three kind of like cornerstones because those are limiting. You know what I mean? When, when you have to have those all the time. And so when I, when music genres in general are post whatever, what that generally means is that, um, it's taking like the influence of that one genre, but expanding its boundaries with similar instrumentation. Okay. Yeah. I can, can you know? And so, so I have like a lot of, I have some blast beats. I've got some tremolo picking. I'm like definitely yelling in it, but, but, I'm not like near as aggressive in it in the same way because I really like post rock and so I like oh, bring that in. And there comes the post because I enjoy post rock yeah. and I know what post rock is um, for the most part. Yeah, I couldn't describe it though. It's almost like a one of those things where you can't describe it. You know it. I hate how yeah. we brought up the the whole thing where the judge was like, <laughs> it was the porn argument. We're being like, <laughs> you know, when you hear it, yeah, I can't, yeah, you know, yeah. hear. I can't tell you what porn is, but I can tell you when I see it. Like that. Yeah. That's what, yeah. But post rock is the perfect example for like what is this whole like post whatever thing is because the the first post rock bands like the guy one of the guys from Godspeed You Black Emperor mm-hmm. literally he literally said like he wanted to like take rock and roll instruments and destroy rock and roll with you know what I mean yeah, with yeah. like and so it's all like they have like the same instruments as rock and roll or whatever, but they want to like get rid of all of those like rock and roll, like ridiculous stereotypes and, yeah. but use the same color, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So, yeah, I man, I forgot about that band. It's been a long time since I heard that. <sighs> yeah. They're a, uh, they're a wild bunch. 
So that's post with black metal. So you're putting post rock and black metal together, and that's kind of where you come up with. That's yeah, that's the easy. That's the easiest way to describe it. No, that's <laughs> there's only one yeah. thing that I can tell. I mean, there's a few things about your specific uh, genre and your specific music type, um, and we could talk about that too because you're um, you're a Christian, and there's a whole genre of black metal which obviously comes from like a hedonistic sense of theory, mm -hmm. um, and now you're writing. I don't know if your stuff is Christian music. You're just a Christian writing black metal, post black metal. In, in this genre, isn't there a whole, like, I'm pretty sure you told me this last time we talked that there's, like, uh, is there a community behind that? Or is it just, like, a few? Or are you trailblazing? A community behind which part of it? Um, people, like, Jesus people in Jesus black metal? Jesus people in black metal. Yeah, that. I'm trying yeah, to... Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely some of them. There's not a lot of them. Um, and it doesn't, doesn't go over very well. In either on either in either camp, honestly, you know it's hard. But <laughs> you know what it sounds like? It sounds like Caleb's uh, figured out their demographic, but it sounds like your demographic doesn't exist. Um, my <laughs> my dem my demographic is like a thousand people. That's my problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Very cool. laughs> They're a great that. thousand people. I'm pretty sure I know them all at this point. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, but, yeah. No, there is. When when all of that happened, and black metal started coming up as essentially like Satan worship music, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like there were some bands, and uh, I guess the '90s. I, it's hard for me to remember who came out and were like, "No, we're not having this. This we're going to make this also Jesus worship music," you know? Yeah. Um, no, and they that. tried to like claim that that just kind of happens, like no matter what people are making. But this one's. It does, but this is kind of different because, like, it's one thing if, because this genre was, like, has this philosophy, like, embedded into it. It's not like, like, whenever Christians were making punk rock in the 90s, because it was just punk rock, and it, it didn't have, like, a... <laughs> like the same kind of like religious philosophy behind it. Yeah. But I also don't Do you know, know I mean? any, like, I mean, your music, I, if I was to listen to it and I didn't know you, I'd be like, this just sounds like regular post black metal. Like I wouldn't, yeah, know. nobody would know. There's no message. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like when I listened to, uh, if I was going to think punk rock in the nineties, Christian punk rock, the first thing that comes to mind is MXBX. Still didn't know, you know, it's not like I'm listening to Reliant K where that's obvious. Um, but yeah. MXBX even, it wasn't like, these are songs about because they weren't. They were just punk rock songs, well, pop punk, right? Rock songs, right? Um, well, <laughs> the the thing that's awkward about this is when people find out. Like, um, oh man, <laughs> tell me about that. That's got to be great. okay. Well, the, here's the okay. Depending on how you categorize me, which I know no one wants to talk about music genres all day. I'm the only person on the planet who loves I'm, this. I'm, okay, I'm totally. But um. This is fun to me. There's there's two ways that you can appropriately classify one. Post black metal is I think is most accurate, <laughs> but there's there's also um, a genre called black gaze, which is black metal and shoegaze. Oh, I think I would dig that. It's actually like pretty dope. I'll send you some stuff, but yeah, um, yeah. but you you could also classify me as that. Okay. Okay. Um, and so I don't know who did this, but somebody went into the black gaze subreddit and posted my music. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Which is cool. I'm into that. Like, thank you, whoever right. you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then somebody on that thread found out that I that I was like singing about Christian stuff. Mm. Okay. 
so they were and they were great and they were not happy because and so they were like <laughs> and i can't remember exactly how this went down because i just i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i'm not embarrassed to tell whoever's listening to this i literally google my own band name like every two days on <laughs> Just, awesome. just to see what's happening, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I watched this unfold. I just happened to have good timing. And um, it was this guy who was like, I wish you would have told me that this was some, like, Christian basically, like, coming in here trying to steal this music from me. Like, we can't have anything for ourselves. Like, and then just, like, insult after insult after about how mad they were that I would make music that sounds like what they like. Yeah. But then it would be just, and it honestly, and I might just be saying this to make myself feel good. It sounds like he liked the record and liked it. Yeah. He listened to the record and liked it. Exactly and then found out that I was a Jesus person and got mad because he said he felt tricked. Yeah. Right. And I don't love that. I don't like that. No. And so whenever it comes to like how I even label myself, I am like, I'm not trying to trick anybody. Is this a thing that I should say? Like I make like Christian black gays, but it doesn't do me any good since I'm like, one of two people in the entire world as far as Bandcamp tells me <laughs> that we classify ourselves that like that way it's not a benefit to me yeah actually, except that i want to be honest yeah you know yeah the only thing i don't think here's my opinion on that whole scenario uh, do did he feel like he got tricked um yeah he probably did feel like he got tricked does sound like he liked it a lot and i think that's why it hurts so much of being like i like <laughs> this so much and then I found out that the intentions behind the music, and I could see that being frustrating. Um, but what isn't frustrating on the flip side is a Christian's making good music that people who don't listen to K Love uh, like and like it so much that they get mad finding out that it's Christian. Like I like that, I like the contrast of it. So not I feel bad for the guy, um, it, but that's not. I mean, unless that was your, unless that was your, your whole plan was like, here's, here's, check it out. Here's my plan. I'm going to make really dark, like black shoegaze, but I'm going to sing about Jesus in these, in these lyrics. And then I'm just going to infiltrate and I'm going to get as many suckers as I can to buy my album. And then all of a sudden, like 20 years later, I'm going to be like, uh, I'm a Christian. You'd be doing the opposite of what all Christian artists do, where they make really good Christian albums like Gunger. And then decide that they're just not Christian anymore. So they're just a flip. Oh, dude, don't even don't even get me started on that whole thing. <laughs> I have such strong feelings about people like Gunger and Bazan and all these people. But that's that's a whole other thing. But I don't, here's I don't the deal have enough it. knowledge of it. I just know this from oh my gosh. you talk about it that I know I'm like that's a, I actually never listened to Gunger. I have no idea. Uh, dude, Gunger, <sighs> um, he, I've seen him a lot. He blew my mind, like legit. <laughs> like blew my mind but here's right, here with this dude sore, sore with, this, with this dude on reddit man here's my i do sympathize with him yeah and this is because i cannot tell you how many times i'll find a band i'm like oh this band is so dope and i have no idea what they're talking about yeah i'll listen to the record for days and then i'll be like okay time for me to time for me to like buy a t-shirt you know what i mean yeah and then i, I go on their little website and I see that they're like, I can only buy a shirt with like a pentagram and like a <laughs> Baphomet face on it. And I'm like, man, okay. Like, like, I guess I can't help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't, that, ha that stuff happens to me all the time. And well, so I get that. Here's the thing. That's an idea. I'm, I'm going to jump in real quick. So that's an ideology that you're like, I'm not going to wear this. But that's, yeah. that would be that would be the that wouldn't be the first thing that I thought when I was like I'm not going to wear this is because I don't believe I'm not I'm not going to support Satan stuff. 
Um, my thing is like, have you not been creative enough to come up with something else? Like you're still rocking the same. That's, 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 I mean, that's like, that's like being a Christian band and there's a dove on every one of your album covers and your t-shirt. Like, I'm not yeah, I mean, I get this, that too. Yeah. Get, I mean, oh man, I feel bad now that people are listening to this that might listen to you. I'm not trash talking your fan base by any means. <laughs> um, but if you're a death metal band or a black metal band and like, we need a t-shirt, what do we do? Um, well, you have two options. It's a pentagram or you got to take like a pleather chair that's cracked from age and then make that your album title. Um, those are, that's it. I mean, you get two, you get one font and you get one symbol. That's all you can, that's it. Am I, am I ragging on all of I mean, there's, there's much a, more variety than a little that, bit. but I do get, I do get what you're saying. There's like, we have our symbols and they have theirs yeah. and, and ours are not cool. And there's are. That's kind of the perception. Cool. That's the perception though. Oh, okay. I'll I don't know. Go. I think that's, they could that's do the perception. Better. But, but honestly, man, I don't, I don't want I don't know. I'm not, I'm not worried about all of that. You know what I mean? I just, I think when I think about this dude, I think that he thinks my, my intention, right. For making this record is I'm going to make this record. I'm going to go into, I'm going to go into this genre of music where all the Satan worshipers are. They're going to like my record so much. And then realize it's a Jesus record (laughs) that they're going to be like, well, golly, guess I should go to church now. Christians are neat. (laughs) You know, and that's not really my, that's not really my plan either. I just like, I, I just really care about Jesus, man. And (laughs) I don't, I don't have anything else to sing about, man. My like, like, my I've been married forever. It, it's a great marriage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I have a kid, but I'm not gonna write metal black metal songs about being a dad. You could, you know? Oh my god, dude, you could. That could be a whole. I'm definitely, I'm definitely not gonna do that. And so the only the only thing that I have like black metal lullabies for children. I idea. I don't know if that would, I don't know if that would work, man. Yeah. I don't know if that would work. I'm just saying I have a very limited interest. And so if I'm going to sing about something, it might as well be about that, you know? <laughs> All right, let me and make so it clear, what... too, for anyone listening. Um, I've listened to a lot of your stuff. And uh, it's not it's not, it's not, not taking K-Love and turning it into, and then putting, like, it over a black metal. Your, your writing's a lot more intricate than that. It's not, it's not just basic, you know... It, I don't, I'm trying to come up with a way of describing normal Christian music. Um, but you don't write that way. You're not really aiming towards the Beckys um, when you write. Like you, no. spend, you spend a little bit more time uh, with your writing style. I'm trying to not... Man, this is a weird podcast where I'm talking to you and I feel like I'm insulting everyone I know um, in just like one fail swoop. <laughs> just Let me just trash talk everyone. Um, it makes me feel really bad about myself. I feel bad now. Um, but these that's are called truths. conviction, David. Conviction. Uh, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff you write songs about. Conviction. Um, but yeah, I would say that. I mean, how do you describe your writing when you make music? Uh, you know what, man? I um, I don't know how I decide where I'll land. Honestly, I I um, normally have certain things that I'm thinking through just like in my personal, like in my spiritual life. And I'm always trying to like work them out. And for me, like the way that I just like learn stuff is everything is a puzzle and I'm trying to put the pieces together. And so whenever I, whenever I have a piece of a puzzle, right, I'll like write it down in my like little journal. And then I'll, 
have another piece and then I'll eventually realize they just, they connect. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and so I just kind of work through it. Um, like some of them are just like straight out of the Bible. Like I have one song and it's, it's just be yelling, um, God's rebuke to Job. Oh, see, that's, but that's the thing. You know, we always like the old Testament is metal. Like, let's be honest. This is pretty metal. This would work great for a, The the old Testament is metal. That's true, but I think I've already tapped that out. Like, oh, I'm, because, okay. yeah. yeah, dude, I just, partly because I've been so involved in this community for the last few months that it's just, everyone has done that. I want to do it again. I don't want to do Revelation because everyone. Oh, that would be an easy pick, too. Yeah. Oh, dude, and, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say this, like, people do not understand the book of Revelation. Oh, I don't. That's fine. And. I'm with you. I mean, I'm, it's, I'm not it's with not, you. I don't understand okay. at all. Well, on a. I'm, when we're not in the podcast, we'll have a conversation about that because I um, learned a few things and I was like, oh, well, now the whole book is so easy to understand. Oh, see, there you go. You know what I mean? But yeah. that, that's a whole other thing. That'd and be a so whole I'm podcast. actually. We could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually coming up with right now things I definitely don't want to write about. Like and that's all. That's all I am. Yeah. Being, well, even, even like things that are spiritual, like things I don't want to write about. Oh, okay. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's this whole i mean I'm, i might make a bunch of people mad with this but there's like this whole like trend because like i mean metal just attracts aggressive people oh for sure do you know what i mean and that's fine like i love like like be bold like be aggressive like do your thing you know what i mean but like 50 percent wait aggressive uh, in what way like mosh well that's pit aggressive well, or like twitter twitter threat aggressive? All, all of it all of that all of it oh, okay, yeah okay. so so like half of, half of like from what I can tell, like people make Christian metal, right? If that's what we're talking about. It's all like the end is coming, judgment. I'm not bowing down to anybody else. It's all like tough guy spirituality. Oh, awesome! It's like wearing I, an affliction I, shirt and going to church. It's like I'm. I mean, I kind of get it, but I kind of like think it's super lame. I just you know what I mean, and the other half. Is the other half is like all spiritual warfare, like we're gonna crush the head of the devil, like stuff. I'm real gonna, and it's just another aspect of like, like weird tough guy stuff, which is like to me. Okay, here's the deal. I don't mean I have never listened to this record. I'm about to tell you about. It might be the best record on the planet. It probably okay? is. It probably is. But I, but I saw this this album cover recently in this world that I'm in. Which it's Jesus, and he's freaking ripped like our old sports. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> uh, greatest album of all times. This sounds. Okay. I'm by. Where's okay. that? I'm heading to bank and, camp right now. I'm getting his T-shirt. And he's like, he's like pulled himself off of the cross. He's ripped no. the cross. That's how strong he is. No. No. And so I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, like guys, I get what you're getting at here. Like this is what I'm thinking in my head because I just had like such a had a physical reaction to it you know oh, and so i'm like i'm thinking of I'm that like, meme where it is it's jesus on the cross and he's shredded like hulk hogan and he's breaking the cross off oh is that <laughs> similar to that it's very i don't know what you're talking about but it sounds similar oh it's, it's a, a painting or a drawing it's like it's i mean a, i mean looks jesus but looks like the rock and he's broken the yeah. arms of the cross off like with yeah. a flex yeah yeah it's almost exactly like that oh, and, and so oh, i saw that and i'm like okay listen i get in my head, I know what you guys are trying to get across on this. You know what I mean? But, like, this is actually the opposite of Jesus here. 
like what you're showing me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But like that kind of that kind of image but is also, but it, it's just not Jesus, man. And so, <laughs> well, have you seen Jesus lately? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing called anyway. keto, Travis. It's where you only <laughs> eat meat and fat. And you leave out the carbs. I'm sorry. I'm making. Dude, I'm being a what do you tonight. think? <laughs> So I'm not. I'm not trying to be. I'm saying this is the thing that I'm trying to sort through that's, because that's, I don't want to be that. Because like Jesus, that is not. That's not who Jesus is. And like Jesus, like yeah, he's like bold for sure. He's like strong for sure. But like when he, but like that's not like. Yeah. That's not the gospel, of Jesus. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's not the way that that's not the way that Jesus does spiritual warfare. Is where I'm going. Well, you could this. do the opposite. You know, when you did your, I don't know how. Black most you're right. Like it does to me, just like hearing about it, and I automatically have like an idea what black metal shoegaze, post black, whatever that is. I have an idea what that kind of music sounds like, and also have an idea what kind of demographic um, that produces, and also have an idea of like where that kind of grows from there. Um, and and if it is that like it's either super Old Testament or Revelation kind of feel, if it's in your genre, or if it's not, um, if it's like burn the churches down and murder people genre. Both of those are the same. The one thing that I don't know if, if this is something where you're going, because you can do this in the gospel sense and like a Christian sense, and you can do this outside of Christian sense, um, but go a little bit more like realm that I would I would probably go if I was in this, um, a sorrow feel. So unless like Jesus oh, is sure, coming yeah. with a tattoo on his thigh, dun, 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 it would be more like Jesus wept music um, over yeah. black metal. Um, is that Yeah, okay? totally. Can you do that? Can you make it's it like 100... somber? It's it's one hundred percent a thing, David. And this oh. is how weird, like this is how weird the black metal world is. There is a, there's a there are subgenres of it, and one of them is atmospheric black metal, uh, which is just like much more ambient. Okay, I think. And that's one of them I'm is going. I think that's where I'd like. One of them is called. Um, I'm trying to remember what the it's DSBM, depressive suicidal black metal, and it is the most yep, aggressively. Right there. They're going that right. And so. <laughs> And so, yeah, I'll pr- lyrically, I probably will head in more of like sad boy metal yeah. style just because, I mean, you know, like to me, like if you want to talk about like spiritual warfare or whatever, like that's like Jesus, like in the garden, like praying, like, yeah. like, I don't want to do this, like sweating, like yeah. blood. See, to me, that would be, the you know what I mean? Run with like sweating blood, yeah. garden of Gethsemane kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That sounds, that sounds like it would be right up my alley. I mean. Uh, just a heads up, like, I love listening to, day- I actually like Daygraves, and the one thing that automatically was like, what's your, like, this guy who was mad about listening to your album, and then finding out you're <laughs> Christian, the first sign that you're not uh, like other black metal shoegaze bands, is uh, your font, like, that is a regular oh, yeah. font, that should be your first it's legible. sign, like, this is not, it's legible, it's not something, I still don't know what it says, you know, like, every time I yeah. see a metal record, I'm like, no idea what the band name is, Totally bad marketing, by the way. I mean, maybe it works for that genre, but I still don't. I can see a metal record and not know the band's name, which is fine. Like it's me ragging on metalheads again, um, but still. I, I have bands that I really <laughs> like, and I still can't spell their name. If I didn't have them in a playlist on Spotify, I would forget they existed because their names are just like spelled. I got a like, so weird for me. I got a question for you, but I need to take a break. So I'm running out of measures. Can we uh, let's uh, let's take a break real quick, and I'll call you right back. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. All right, cool. All right. 
Hey, so hopefully you've picked up on this that uh, that I'm an artist. Um, that you most likely know. But what you might not know is I have a ton of artwork for sale up on my Etsy shop. So if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash pardon will, um, you can check out all my work. I got prints and originals up there. But as a special thank you to all the listeners of this podcast, um, if you use promo code podcast at my shop, um, you'll get 10% off. Um, and if that's difficult to find, you can also go to my website, pardonwill.com, and there's a little tab there that has uh, prints and stuff like that. You can go and uh, scope out all my artwork. But yeah, just as a thank you for being a listener, and uh, and hopefully you enjoy this podcast, and hopefully you'll enjoy my art. So go to my Etsy, that's etsy.com slash shop slash pardonwill, or my website, pardonwill.com, and use promo code podcast. Hey. Hey. I just saw you text. Yeah. Um, I had to walk the dog. He was crying, so it took me a little oh, longer. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, and we're back. Um, hey, dude. Uh, so I had a question um, that's been coming up a lot uh, recently with talking to some of the, the guests that I have. Mm-hmm. And it's about, like, all the things that you do kind of informing, like, all the different aspects of life and your craft, like, um, doing what you do as far as, like, day graves or medical morning, um, all these things kind of tie into each other and help like whatever you're working on, even if it was like you're wanting to write a book or all those things kind of inform the others and kind of grow them. And I was wondering, um, since you're, uh, you're, you're, what's the word? You became a dad recently. Um, has that influenced any of your art? Like in November you had a, your first kid. Like, does that, I did. did you notice anything like maybe your writing style or, um, <coughs> I don't know. Did anything change? Uh, yeah, making much less of it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Very nice you know? yeah. I um, I think that it's it's made me it's put everything right in the, in the proper perspective in a different perspective, right? Like, yeah. um, my my pattern used to be what would, what would happen is is my wife would go to bed at like ten thirty or ten sometimes nine because she's a wild person and would wake up at like five in the morning right oh, wow. and then I I like would go to bed at like three and wake up at nine and so I had all those hours alone to just do whatever I wanted and to make whatever I wanted and so I had a lot of time to waste yeah you know now I don't have now <laughs> I don't have time time to waste because I have. Yeah. I have this kid, like even to, to talk to you, like I had to like work it out. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so, and so it's put it in the, in the right perspective in the sense where I'm just like, I'm putting my, my family first and I'm still thinking about all of this stuff. Like I, this is, this has not happened to me before, but I know when I go into work, I know how I want the song to be structured. I think I know how I want all of the drums to be. You know what I mean? Which has never been a, a thing before. Before I would just, I would just sit down and make a bunch of noise and be like, "Oh, that's a cool riff," and then keep it. So now everything's you know? a little bit more poignant and organized and planned out. It's going to have to be more intentional. Um, but what I've told myself before I go back to make another, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make another medical morning or day goes first. It depends. Um, but what I've, I've told myself is that I'm not going to do that until, for. Um, a few more weeks, I'm not even going to worry about it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Because if it's an option for me, then I just I just will obsess over doing it. And so, so you have to I'm just giving my. Table, just it's so. it's total yeah it's it's totally off the table for a while. I'm just going to focus on like 
on like honestly the, like just being a good husband because I can't really give much to my kid. Like she doesn't really care about me yet because I can't like feed her in this way that my wife can and all that. So I'm just going to like take care of my wife and go to work, make sure that my spiritual life is good. And then whenever it's time for me to get started, I'll get, I'll get started again and we'll, and we'll work it out. But I will have to be, you know, it'll have to be a lot more like that group of people that made a bunch of stuff instead of focused on the quality. I'll just have to make fast decisions. I'll have to be real like economical with like the, the way that I work and hope for the best, <laughs> you know, I haven't really, haven't explored that yet. Yeah. That, that, I mean, I've been doing that a lot lately is trying to um, organize my time. I mean, I don't have a kid, but I mean, and this is not me equating to having a kid, but um, last year we got a puppy and he's like eight months now and he's still mm-hmm. a giant handful. And so sure. um, my time is organized. Uh, really. I have no time like from going to work and then coming home um, because you can't, he, he needs constant attention. Like you can't not, because if you, the second you look away, he's shredded something important. Um, sure. So it's that kind of thing. And he constantly is, he's a blue healer lab mix. So he has so much energy and it's winter time up here in New York. So like taking them for walks is rough because it's so cold out. And then taking them to the dog park, you can't really do that because it's, frozen there and and there's like it's it's just difficult managing his energy um in the middle of winter up here <clears throat> so that has um basically ruined all my time so i can't do anything that i'm so used to being like when i get home from work i just start i'm, I'm gonna work on this painting this evening and i'm gonna do this and i'm just kind of well i'll just play by ear and now i'm like no I only get from this time to this time to get what I need done. And uh, if I haven't thought about it in preparation beforehand, um, it's almost like a waste. Like, I can't sit down and brainstorm. Now I have to figure out how to do that while I'm working or while I'm, you know, doing yeah. something around the house. So managing my time has been something that's been real difficult for me lately. Um, I'm actually surprised I've kept the podcast going so consistently um, and doing well with that. I think it's just it's taken a lot of effort. Because I'm not, I'm not that type of guy. Like I'm, I'm the kind of guy who's always had. If I wanted to do something, I just did it. You know, like I never had the responsibility yeah. of that. And I, I mean, not saying I miss that, but I absolutely miss that. Um, <laughs> I miss being able to just have that kind of ability to move around it. But it didn't teach me much discipline. So this being forced into um, having to organize my time has definitely taught me um, to be a little bit more disciplined when I make art. I make less mistakes now when I make art. Um, because I've thought about it so precisely that I know exactly what I want on the paper when I sit down to do it because I know I only have this amount of time to do it. Um, and I appreciate that. Like, that helps me out a ton. Um, it still sucks, but it's still nice um, to know that that was there all along. I just didn't, I wasn't put in the position to be able to have to pull that off. And so I'm wondering if that's similar to what you, I mean, obviously it's not the same circumstance, but if it's similar to how you feel I mean, about it. I mean, if, you're, if your time is short, your time is short. You know what I mean? It's the same. It doesn't really matter why. Yeah, but, but, that's, but that's the thing. It doesn't make it, your product isn't worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, my art isn't worse now that my time's short. Yeah, I'm not doing it as often. I can't put it out as much, but I wouldn't say that it's gotten worse. I, I would actually say the opposite. I think it's gotten better. Would you say the same thing? Right. I mean, I couldn't tell you because I've done so little in the last few months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, that's fair. But I... Your responsibility is uh, a little bit different than mine, so <laughs> a, a little bit, you know. But they won't. It won't be like this forever. Like, like that's the thing that is has made this okay with me. Is like, if I thought it was going to be like this until this kid turned eighteen, 
and left the house, then I'd be going insane. But it's just enough, and she like gets the regular bedtime, sleeps through the night. Do you know what I mean? And then I can like start thinking about all this stuff again in a different way. And so I'm I'm fine with it for now, and I'm not I'm not blue about it or anything. It's just kind of it's just kind of where I am, and um, you know, a lot of people have kids, and they all get stuff done. Yeah, you know, true. like it's totally it's totally possible. Um, it's just right now it's not a good not a good time, um, but we're coming. It looks like we're getting we're getting there. So I think that's that's optimistic because in my head, and I was talking to Kayla the other night, and I was like, I just, what if he doesn't ever change? Like he's eight months now, and she's like, he's only eight months. He's still a puppy. I'm like, but what if he's like this forever? I'm never getting back to like being able to orchestrate my time the way I want to because because of this. And I know that's a dumb way of looking at it, but I legit had that thought of being like, is this my new life? For the next 15 years. <laughs> I, no, man, I, and then I had to think. I understand how, that. How do I, how do I orchestrate? Like, that means the first thing when I thought that I was like, okay, that means I have to really buckle down and spend time in thought about how to spend my time. Like really playing this out. Like, okay, uh, he goes to bed nine. And that means I have up to, you know, one in the morning. But then I got to be up by six to get to work. And like, so I only have this. Is that enough hours to sleep at night? Like I literally started trying to plan my. Like, do I bring an art pad to work and on my lunch breaks, do I sketch, you know, like stuff like that, like weird. Yeah. Like, is this, um, that was a long rant uh, about, about that. But I thought that was, I was curious about you um, because I'm dealing with something similar, but not the same. Um, and trying to look on the bright side of it. And I think you're right. I think, I think it's not going to be like this forever. And that's very, very important to think about. <laughs> Yeah, and I know I know a lot of people who, and this is a little bit different, but you'll get what I'm saying. Like, they've got like five and six kids, and yeah. they like they like run their own business, and they have hobbies, and you just kind of figure out how how to do that, you know. Yeah. And at, at the moment, I just don't have that luxury, the same kind of luxuries that those people have, because like I can't negotiate with my kid yeah. at this yeah. point. You know, she's gonna she's gonna go to bed at what time is it? She's going to be in bed probably in 20 minutes, and then she's going to wake up again at, like, 4. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to wake up again at, like, 7. And then she's going to wake up again at 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in between all of that, somebody's got feeder, and then somebody's got a burper. And it's just, like, I can't go, like, with a normal, with an older kid. I can't just be like, I'm going to get a hot dog out of the fridge. Yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? No, that's true. That's and so it's true. part of life. But it's not... I'm not even complaining about it. Like it's, it's totally fine with me. Like, like this kid is fantastic. I'm not, I'm not blue, but, um, it would be great if I had 30 hours in a day. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, that would be, I was thinking about that too. Like if I could just get more time, but then I have time and I end up wasting it. Some, the majority of the time that I have, Yeah. I'm like, I could work, um, I'm like, you know, I really could get a piece of artwork down. And I'm like, but the new WandaVision came out, so I got to watch. And so I could waste my time doing Dude, that. that's what you got to do. You got to stop watching WandaVision. Oh, no. You got to stop. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. Gotta... <laughs> it's going to happen in the next day. The last episode comes out uh, uh, tomorrow. What's, what I'll tell you, man. Friday. I don't know. I've never seen it. But if you'll stop streaming things altogether, then you'll have way more time than you could ever. Like, I don't ever watch anything almost anymore. Okay, well, that's... I'm I'm, a, I'm lying a bit on that, too. So WandaVision is pretty much the only thing I do watch. Um, unless I'm just, like, trying to fall asleep at night. Um, but I, I was saying this on, I think, my last podcast. is like, I have a hard time playing video games or watching TV 
um, because it feels like a waste of my time because I'm such a busy body. Like I'm constantly one, but that's the problem with like having this puppy is like, I want to be doing things, but instead I got to watch him. So I just put Bob's burgers on in the background or arrested development. Been watching that recently. Yeah. Um, and just, I'm not even watching the show. It's just noise. Cause I'm watching mm -hmm. him and trying to keep him, um, occupied mm -hmm. and, it's it's just it's I mean I'm complaining again I gotta stop doing this this is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on. I just wanted to, I just want to see if if being a dad has altered your uh, your art any like are you writing songs about you know like feeling the responsibility of that or feeling like that that was what I was thinking of like you know I can't imagine myself ever writing songs about being a dad and there's two reasons for that one is just because I just feel like nobody really. I, I mean, I had this kid three months ago. I remember what it's like to not have a kid. Nobody wants to hear about your kid as much as you want to tell them about your kid. Oh, for real. That's, yeah. that's, that's just the truth. But also, all of the songs that I can think of that are dads to their kids are terrible. They're just all bad. I can't think of a good example yeah, of them, yeah. right? Like, I can only think of one, and it's that, it's that one famous one. That creeds the creed when has a song oh, about I didn't his think about kid. That. No, I was thinking of the. Um, oh wait, no, I'm thinking of reverse. I'm thinking the old man. Take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Oh, Neil, that's Neil Young. Neil Young. That's not, yeah. a, terrible, that's not a terrible song. Oh, it's also um, backwards. It's not like a father to a son. It's I guess that would be a yeah. father. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Cat oh, yeah, yeah, Stevens song is similar to that too. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they're all. I can't think of a good one. I'm not going to do it. There it's okay. Any. You know what I mean? There's none. There's none. I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. Well, I, I was curious about that. I figured that would be something that if, if this puppy has affected my life, um, I'm not like drawing pictures of dogs um, by any means. Um, I'm trying to think how, I mean, other than the fact that my time is restricted and I've, I've been able to like pinpoint my time a little bit better. It's the only, that has enhanced my art. If, if it's yeah. the smallest a little bit, it's like made me, um, be a little bit more focused when I do have the time, like to do the podcast or stuff like that. Yeah, totally. But other than that, man, that's uh, that's that was the only thing I could think of. Do you? Uh, did you? I I never asked you this. Where'd you come up with the name Dave Graves? Is that something to do with what your writing style is? Is that out of the Bible? Like, what's that about? Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I was thinking about, I was thinking about what this, the project actually is and how it's like a sort of black metal influenced record and how that stuff is like pretty dark, but then how I knew it would be kind of Jesus-y, which is kind of like not dark. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So dang. And so, okay. And so I just kind of put the, I just kind of smashed those things together. It wasn't like the, it wasn't the first thing that I wanted to name. I wanted to name it Blood Flowers first. That's pretty cool. But, but Blood Flowers, there's like a million bands called Blood Flowers. Really? And so, <laughs> yeah. And so I didn't no, go with no. that. And I wanted, and then I wanted to name it um, Irenaeus after yeah. um, you know Irenaeus Polycarp, but um, that's our one. I can I can I can never spell it correctly, and so I don't oh, want to do that. Point two, I can't either. And and also, I've read Against Heresies like twice, and I still don't fully understand everything he's saying. And so I, I didn't want to did. name. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go on record and <laughs> say I don't think he did either. There's some wild stuff in there, and I didn't want to like name it after him and then six months later understand something in that book and go like, crap now yeah. i totally can't be get behind this name yeah so i just like left that yeah, so that's but 
the dig so so I put dig graves and I shoved them together as one word in honor of like old nineties uh, emo style cool. kind of collection. So yeah, no, I dig that. I mean, in your genre alone, like what is the most? I would have to say like an Iron Ace would be would be something right up the alley of black metal. Like it just has that feel of being like how many black metal bands are called Leviathan? You know, like that's got to be a band, right? Oh yeah, it's there's it's one of the most popular. Oh, one of the most, okay, <laughs> that's how much I know about black metal. But I would have been like that would been if I was gonna make a black metal band, I've been like Leviathan. Like that makes yeah, sense. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what another one I would do. Um, You're, are you just trying to pull words out of the box because they do it a lot? Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I would have went with. Like, I would have went with Behemoth. Behemoth. Behemoth is is yeah. like they're one of the most notoriously anti-Jesus ones too. Huh. Um, and so they're in there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of it, man. Um, but I'm always bad with like band names and like naming yeah. stuff. And so I just kind of <coughs> picked something and put it together. It was, you know, I didn't, I certainly didn't think I'd ever see it on a t-shirt or anything. So I didn't think that hard about it. No, I, I dig it. I think it's a great name. I think it's a great name. Well, hey, man, um, I don't know how much time you have. Uh, I just enjoyed chatting about this. I know it wasn't like the greatest of like, hey, all the technical stuff with Daygraves, but it's stuff that I want oh, okay. to know. It's more about what I, don't care I about want, that. not what you want, what I want. <laughs> I can get it's, out of this conversation. <laughs> it's your podcast, man. You're it is, in charge. It is. It is. That, that's been my new thing lately. And so I, uh, I recently had um, Jeff Pitcher, which you know, it's a friend of ours, yeah. on, uh, on this, this previous one. And uh, we went into... Um, politics and libertarianism, and he kind of gave me a rundown of that, which I have my own ideas because I've been paying attention to it for like the past year. Um, but I was like, this would probably be the the most controversial, maybe, um, but it's not. It's not very because it's 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 not really controversial. Um, it probably would have been better if it was. It would have been better for me. Um, but you should have had me on because I'm so anti politics. Like politics, man, is just like the world's religion, and I don't That's think you old. can do. I don't think you can do both anymore. I just <laughs> I, I have a hard time thinking you can. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not just like is it imp is it morally wrong? No, I just I don't think people have enough brain waves to focus that much into politics. And that's what I told him. I was like, the only reason why I'm not into politics is because I don't have that much time or uh, I don't I don't have that much mental space, that much RAM to devote to something this complicated. When I'm worried about other things, like I've got personal things going on, like I'm very much, and he was basically the same thing. He's like, that's what a libertarian is. It's just leave me alone and I'll leave you alone. I'm like, well, that kind of does follow into what I'm basically saying. Like, just leave me alone. Um, which I understand there's a lot more into that, but yeah, man, it was, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, I, I think, I think it was just my most controversial podcast, but now we, I ragged on, black metal heads this whole time so um this will get maybe somebody will comment and be like this guy sucks and be great. <laughs> you're you're mean you're Stop being mean to me <laughs> yeah. which has never happened to me before i've never been those kind of buttons because i'm not that kind of character i'm not i'm not normally like that so uh that's why wow. i don't belong on twitter man because i'm not i'm not there to you know poke people to see what they do like i just I'm the kind of guy who just wants to encourage people. Like, hey, doing a great yeah, job. Yeah, well, you know, like, I have no place on Twitter. You have you have that attitude though because you haven't curated your feed right. You know, that's that's true. That yeah. that that's why mine mine doesn't look like that. And in fact, talking speaking of politics and whatever, I got into a heated Twitter argument 
a few months ago with this guy about how Christians should interact in the political world, and it got so heated that I was like, I'm never doing this ever again. Oh, yeah. That's you know what I mean? Like, it was, at first, I mean, okay, I say this as humbly as I can, but, like, I destroyed this dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because, like, we're not, Can't be because this hard, is, like, though. this this is not a, um, it's not a political conversation for me. It's a, it's a Christian conversation, which means it's a Bible conversation, which means you can be wrong. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the, so... The lines are actually drawn in the sand, and so it's hard to... It's yeah, hard so we're not... I'm not arguing about how you how you feel about whatever. I'm saying, like, if you're using... If, you're, if we're talking about, like, the way Christians should approach things, then it has to conform to this, and these... And for as much as people like to say, like, well, no, it's your interpretation or whatever, like, that's not true. Like, the Bible was written to be interpreted a very specific way to very specific people. Yeah. And the, orig the original people who read it knew exactly what they were taught, what it meant. Yeah. It wasn't a mystery to them. You know what I mean? No, no, so, not at all. Not at all. And so I got to go, hey, your, your position is wrong because of this scripture and this one and this one. And his response was, okay, well, what about this scripture? I'm like, yeah, that one doesn't apply either because of this. It's like, okay, well, what about this one? And I'm like, you know that doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, no, you're wrong. And at the end... Everyone and I was, left happy, and I he was, changed his opinion. I was so mad. And at the end, he was like, hey, this was a great conversation. I uh, <laughs> I love hearing different viewpoints so that I can strengthen my own. And I'm like, you don't have one, and I just showed you that. You know what I mean? You and so I made two decisions. I made Travis. two decisions that day. Yeah. What, I, what one, I'm not going to start Twitter wars anymore. They're not... Even I didn't I intend for it to be a Twitter war, if we're going to be honest, but it did, and I accepted the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to do that anymore. And also, and this might make me sound crappy. You tell me as a friend. Okay. If you're under, if you're under 30, I don't care about your opinion. <laughs> nope, doesn't sound crappy. Unless you're on my podcast and I'm calling you out and asking questions <laughs> specifically. I do, um, but no. I just, I just think when it comes to, when it comes to certain things like first off your brain doesn't stop forming until you're 25 True. so if you're under 25 like you got some growing to do you don't know anything that's all you know but also like life kind of has to hit you in the face before you're able to like see the world with a certain with the kind of grace and humility that is required of you in a lot of situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would, and differ, so, I would differ on you on this one thing. And we've had this conversation before, but actually Jeff Pitcher brought up on our last podcast. He was talking about, he's like, do you see um, people who are over 40? Do you see them as like still adults and you're a teenager? Like, do you have that dynamic? And I, I agree. I was like, yeah, I kind of see that. And then um, after spending time with it for a week, um, because I work with people who are older than 50 and stuff like that. I don't. I don't see them as older people anymore. Matter of fact, I, I, and that's kind of where I'm moving. Like there's, there's like six people in my life whose opinions I care about that I think are worthy. Um, yeah. And, and that's the extent number seven and eight don't exist. So if you came in and be like, Hey, here's my thought on you. I'll probably take it in, but I only take it in as currency. Like if you were like, Hey David, um, this is a random person could email me and be like, Hey, love your podcast. One thing is you rant too long. Um, your opinion counts to me if I'm like, yeah, you know what, that's good criticism. But if you come in and say, hey, I hate your podcast and it's awful, and the one thing that you're the worst at is you ran too long, your opinion's out the window. Like, I have that choice.
because I sure. look at everyone yeah. as children now because I've seen Twitter. And so everyone's a child. Uh, dude, you, were, you have to go off Twitter. It's ruining you. Oh, you no, 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 no. It. It's not ruining me at all. Um, no, no. I think, it's, I think it's made me a little bit. Uh, I've, I've, it helped me a little bit so I can start to kind of see what the difference between people online versus in real life is. And so there's, I mean, that's, I honestly hate Facebook more than I hate Twitter for one reason alone. And I still haven't figured this one out. And this is, man, this, this entire podcast is me trash talking people. Um, there's a thing on Facebook and it, it going to say it leans a little bit more into the Christian feel, but it's that whole thing where it's like, you don't have the guts to share the American flag, share this American flag if you do, or like, you don't have the guts to, you know, share this veteran you know like that whole thing like you don't you you don't have the guts to share i was like do you know the whole point of this is to get a lot of shares like this is that's not even real like this isn't even a real thing like do you not and it brings me every time it brings me back to being like oh my god these people don't even know what a pyramid scheme is like they're ah and it's it's because i was raised in the world like i knew as a kid i knew um i knew someone's parents a friend of mine's parents who actually gave money to a prince in Nigeria. Like, I know these people because they weren't, they didn't have, <laughs> they didn't have the ability to know. Like, it's new. Like, it's the new internet. Facebook yeah. is new. And yeah. so it's like, if you, you know, this person's in the hospital, like for an amen and share for a hallelujah. And it's like, you know, this is just fishing for clicks. Like, re- and I was, and I just, it makes, I'm not mad at the people who do like and share. I'm mad at the person who makes it. Um, but I also can't, I can't not just be like, that's no, that, so Facebook, yeah, Twitter, I'm okay with, if there's one thing driving me insane, it's Facebook. Facebook drives me insane. Um, I have the hardest time on that platform uh, because of that, like the basic stuff. Sorry, I went on a really long rant. Um, well, you know I don't have a Facebook feed anymore. I haven't had one forever. Oh, I know. You at all. Kayla doesn't. You need to, she, you need to get on that. She got. She secretly, I shouldn't say this on the podcast, she secretly remade a Facebook, but it's undercover. It's only so she could look at Facebook Marketplace because we were looking at different mm. stuff to buy. Yeah. And so she's using it as a marketplace. She was like, I don't want, she hates, she hates Facebook more than I do. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, it's an awful place. And it makes me mad because there's like, like I know, I know the mechanics behind the whole like, like and share thing. And, uh, and just, to see people be like, oh, you know what? I ain't. I'm not ashamed to share the American flag. Hit share. Like that's. You know. You don't. The thing that convinced. The thing that convinced me to like get rid of my Facebook feed is I would see stuff like that, like, um, like you, you know, talking about like you talking about like veterans or whatever. And you know, I have very strong opinions, and I'm only recently in adult, in adult life, learning how to withhold them. And so, um, like. You know, share this to celebrate our veterans because it's the Christian thing to do, or whatever. You know that kind of BS. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I'd be the one who's like, um, actually, I'm not going to share this because all war is anti-Christian, and, uh, <laughs> and you, you you think you're doing God's work, but you're really just working for the principalities that have manipulated you because you don't know the scripture well enough. So you know, you know what I mean. And then I just like start all this. But you would, here's the and, here's the downside. You would by commenting on it, you would still be feeding the algorithm to get it to be shared more. Yes, but in my brain, I was like, I was saying that for the people posting it. I was saying it for the people like I because some people have never heard in their life like, hey, like maybe Jesus doesn't want you to go to war and blow up his other children. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's freaking bonkers, That's dude. A hot take though, man. We should have hung out on that question. 
Um, I mean, we can do that all day because I will. I'm 100% anti-war, anti-violence, and I have the. It, I mean, it is the scriptural argument, and it's not only the scriptural argument; it's the way that the early church behaved. You know what I mean? Like, it's the dude, the Didache. Do you know what the Didache is? Yeah, no, it's, yeah. yeah. The Didache says if you become a Christian and you're a Roman soldier, you have to quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because because you have to use violence to be a Roman soldier. Yeah. Like that's how the early church works. I am. Like, I'm actually. This is. This actually might need to be a whole. Dude, do you want to do this podcast? Because I actually disagree with you on you on a certain realm. Agree with? I'm. I'm. What? How is it yeah. possible? Oh, give, I totally. I think, give me the. Oh, wait, go wait. ahead. Give me. Give it to me. Give me the well, scriptures. We don't have time for this. I'm almost. We're almost going on like two hours. It's an hour and a half. Okay, oh, oh, oh we'll, by the way, I'm also not, I'm not going, I'm not going straight scripture with it. I was going to go philosophy. Well, that's all I care about. Well, obviously, because you don't care about philosophy. You only care no, about scripture. No, philosophy is garbage because the scripture <laughs> is the truth. Okay, well, that's fair. <laughs> then, then if we're going to have this argument on whether or not you can be a war veteran and still be a Christian, then, then yes, we're going to have to first have the argument of whether or not philosophy matters to scripture or whether or not scripture matters to philosophy. So I think one, I think one ties into the other. One powers the other, while the other one um, ha- definitely still has to say so. And so philosophy is still in the game. You can't just rule out philosophy. Um, and, and but I can if it, but I can if it disagrees with the scripture. Uh, no, because philosophy can't disagree with scripture. Philosophy is a way to interpret the scripture into a, a coherent sense. But there's only two ways to interpret scripture. Okay. The right way and the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> like and share if you pray. If, if you can someone prayer. Like, yeah, yeah, I bet. That that would be something I would have read on Facebook. Um, you were just as bad as them, Travis. You're just as bad. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we'll let this hang. And if you, wanna, if you want to do a, a podcast yes. where we argue about oh, yeah. this, then we'll do that. We'll... I don't know if you'll even still leave this in the podcast, but if people hear this and they want that, I'll oh, happily do that. Absolutely. We'll do it. I'll make it like a Patreon or something. But if people listen to this podcast and they email me or they comment on something, be like, yes, I absolutely want to hear David argue with Travis about these this topic alone. I mean, we went into our, this. This is going to be a hard one to write up for this podcast in the title. Like, We talked about black metal, social media, and princes from Nigeria. Like those are the, I don't know what else to put in this thing. Yeah, I don't know. When when you get it edited, send it to me, and I'll listen through it, and I'll come up with something, too. Okay, cool. Yeah, that'll actually help me out, because I'm, I'm kind of lost on this. Because at first, I was like, I want to talk to Travis about is your... Oh, you just dropped an album. Oh, let's do that real quick. Let's just go and end it. Um, tell everybody about your tags, where they can find your music, um, all the stuff you had going on, um, where they can find your stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't... Okay, well, my band is Daygraves. I... I'm on like all of the streaming services, and I think I think my handle for Instagram is Daygraves Music. Let me look because I don't remember. Yeah. Um, That's fine. I, sh- I should have been prepared. Um, yeah, Daygraves Music on Instagram is is where I am. If you if you want to argue with me, or you want to try to argue with me on Twitter, you can do Travis J Estes at mm, Twitter. Please do, everyone. Please do. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, wasn't into Twitter battles anymore. So this is a good way yeah. to work those up. Um, if you're if you're not into metal and you like spacey shoegazy music, then you can listen to Medical Morning also on stuff. Spotify. And if you if you um, watch any of my videos that I put online, except for this most recent one, the music in the background is Medical Morning. 
um, or Crystal Optics. I think I used one of theirs too, which is another band you're a part of, or, or yeah. if it's still going. So I basically just poach all of your music and put them into my art videos. Um, totally fine by me. Go ahead. So yeah. Um, so that's if you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I want to check them out. Uh, I wonder if I've ever heard anything. You have if you've watched my my art videos. So. Um, yeah, very cool, dude. Man, and uh, all your stuff's available at Apple. And yep. I don't know what else it sells on. Like, what else does it sell on? I mean, it's on all of them, man. I, okay. I, it's, literally, it's on things I don't even know what they are. Like, it's on this thing called Deezer. I don't know. It's just on everything. That's I just put it up. Podcast. Yeah. I just put it up, you know. But that, So, it's everywhere. But, yeah, that'd be good. Bandcamp. Um, is that a Yeah, thing? definitely. Bandcamp is actually my favorite place. Okay. Well, what's um, that? Daygraves? Daygraves.bandcamp. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. Works. All right, yeah, dude. dude. Well, sounds I, good. Let me let me know if people want to hear us argue. Um, <clears throat> I would love that, and hopefully that maybe <laughs> we could just do every month. We could just have a David and Travis argue segment. This is <laughs> wonderful. Actually, I love this idea. I love this idea. I'm already going to green light it. I say we do it, absolutely, whether people want to hear it or not, um, because I this sounds like so much fun. Plus, I love you, dude. And um, if anyone should hear people argue, it should be between me and you, um, because at the end of the day. Um, you know, like it's not like it's not like we're never talking to each other again. Yeah, it's true. Um, sure. I don't know if people know that art form anymore of being able to contest, like, um, what's the word? Like, like formally contest, like the way people used to do fencing back in the day, where it's not you're not trying to stab the person, you're just trying to score points. Um, and at the end of the day, you can shake hands. I guess it's just a normal sport. That's what I'm thinking of. But nowadays, like, <laughs> sports are bad already. Like, you know, people don't know how to spar. They just got to punch each other. In the- they, it feels like that. It feels yeah. like that. Like, if you're yeah. like, I mean, dude, you might be right. Twitter has ruined me. Oh, man. I'm telling you, dude, get oh, off of man. it, man. Get off of Twitter and get on Instagram and talk to people you love and people who love you. That's It's a much better world. Oh, and at the end of this podcast, I might as well shout this out. So I joined something. I've already been on it, but I started posting art videos here. I am now on TikTok. Um, yikes okay yeah well it's just it's just art videos now like that's all i do this is just another realm of me sharing my stuff so trying 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 to keep up with the kids out there um, yeah whatever they're doing cool. yeah anyway dude love you i'm so happy you got love you, the podcast thank yeah. you for uh chatting with me for forever and uh and let me pick your brain about this stuff but um sure dude. we're gonna do this again and we're gonna argue a ton so that sounds like a plan is that good with you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, let me know. All right, dude. You have a good night. All right, later, dude. Hey, I just want to say thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want to follow um, all the different taglines for the podcast, you can go to Twitter. It's Pardon Will Pod. On Instagram, it's Pardon Will Podcast. Um, And I also have a Discord Discord app or Discord forum that is uh, Pardon Will Pod. That I'm still working on and kind of feeling it out, but that's a good place for you want to go send messages and, um, and join the community, uh, as I build it, that's a good place to check that out. But, um, for my personal, you can check me out on Instagram at pardon will art. The same thing for Twitter is pardon will art. Um, and if you want to check out my website, it's pardonwill.com. Uh, everything that I normally do, writing poetry, art, all that stuff, podcasts, it's all up there as well. Um, and if you want to send me a message, like you're, you know, have a question or something like that, you can also email me at pardonwillartistry at gmail.com. That's pardonwill, A-R-T-I-S-T-R-Y at gmail.com. Anyway, just want to say thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.